From tailgates in South Philly to invading enemy territory, this group is home to the true Philadelphia sports fan. Now, their party hits the airwaves. Quimby, Michael Diaz, Chris Sachs, Slash, Super Sam, and legendary wide receiver Irving Fryer always keep the conversation going. So crack a beer, take a shot, and join the virtual tailgate now on Green Legion Radio. All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of Green Legion Radio here on a beautiful Saturday, apparently, in Philadelphia. This is 102.5 FM, Fox Sports Radio in Philadelphia. Uh, good weather up there right now, Jansen? Are you trying to are you trying to brag right now? Are you trying to be like, hey, I'm not there in this terrible weather that has been raining all day. I woke up to thunder and lightning, and you're just like, huh. It's got to be great there, right? Because it's your great yeah. here. Thanks, Quimby. Yeah, oh, just, thank you. I'm just, <laughs> just trying to make sure, bro. Oh just yeah, I'm sure. sure I'm sure you. There. Nope, I'm sure you are. Thanks. You got a boat I can borrow? Everybody. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'll tell you about that story oh, in, in a minute. We went out. We went out yesterday morning for White Marlin and made it about 15 minutes out before all of us got sick. <laughs> it was brutal out there. Absolute six to eight foot swells coming in. Wait periods less than four seconds it's if you know anything if you fish and you're listening you know exactly what that is the current was going against uh, the wind it was just it was it was it was snotty out there very snotty anyway make sure you download the iHeartRadio app rate review download and subscribe to green legion radio here on fox sports the gambler philadelphia you get all of our shows including the right on cue show which i'll probably start up at some point in time again maybe uh, you'll get the player show you'll get the pregame show of course you get green legion radio here every saturday you're going to hear the fryer place right after this from two to three the reverend the doctor irving fryer has all kinds of stuff to talk about but most important right now the eagles the eagles Making headlines with a huge move. I don't know if you know this. Did you hear this yet, Jansen? Wait, what I miss? Yeah. One-year deal for Contavious Street. Hey, I like Contavious Street. <laughs> I went to school at ECU in Greenville, North Carolina. He is from that area. He went to J.H. Rose High School. Good, oh my, decent oh player. My, oh, my God. Went really? to NC State. Really? Was a is, solid... that, is that your claim to fame? No, that, that's yes. It is my claim to He's fame. He's from an area near where I went to college. No, not near. In. It was in. It was the high school was in the same area. Oh, oh okay. So he was in the same area. <laughs> he was college. a good player there. He went to oh. NC State. Had a, had a nice nice little career there at NC State. Yeah, I like it. He's fine. He's a good player. No, he's a decent player. Uh, yeah. No, we know that, but it's you know it's just it's, it's we're gonna go over. Move. Well, I don't think there's going to be a big move. I don't no. think they can make a big move. We're going to talk about this. We talked the, about this a little bit before the tenth pick. Yeah. Uh, well, the, the big move is I think that Howie's reluctant to make any splashes right now until he figures out this Jalen Hurts deal. And I know Jalen has a year left on his contract, but if we've realized anything about this team and Howie Roseman, it's that he's going to try to sign him before his contract is expired. And you don't want to wait till, until next year to get this deal done. You want to do it now. And we hope that it, it, it happens. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about all free agent signings by the Philadelphia Eagles. We're going to talk about quarterbacks and where Jalen Hurts should be sitting and waiting. All right, I, I, I've always thought that Howie has been a Howie's a genius in certain areas, and Howie's really bad in other areas. I, I don't think 
I don't think his team philosophy has anything to do with something other than one-year Warrior deals. And, you know, here you got a Kaiser White. And Jansen, when I when, when I finish this, man, jump in on this. Kaiser White got paid $5 million on a one-year mercenary deal, right? Yep. How, how did he... He managed to get, uh, what, a $1 million raise over two years after posting 110 tackles behind a guy in T.J. Edwards who had 157, had a monster year? How is, I mean, and he took, he only took a million dollars more to go across the country. Kaiser White's from Allentown. He spent half the season commuting from Allentown to the Novacare complex, and you couldn't get this guy signed? I don't believe these deals that Howie refers to as prove-it deals are accurate. I think it's, this is the slop we're going to clean up with every year, and hopefully we get lucky. Yeah, it was kind of weird that he got that deal, but it kind of makes sense because it's also Jonathan Gannon is the one that is now the the coach there, and so he's the one who threw the money at him. But yeah, I I think he is he is very replaceable. I will say that. I don't know what you can replace him with. I don't know how much they're willing to pay. I know they've signed a few linebackers to just maybe try out, but I I think he can very easily Nicholas Morrow. He's going to step up. Yes, yeah, see, I don't know all the guys that they signed. Yeah, I I'm not. I don't know much about him. Like I don't I don't know if any any of them actually have the juice to be a starter, but I mean you have two first round picks and you can get a decent outside linebacker possibly in the second or third round. I don't have any names that come to mind at the yeah, moment. I was about to say, man, they're not you you had Nicole here. Ready? You had Nicobe Dean sitting in the second round last year. Right. And they didn't take him. Now, they lucked out cuz he was sitting there at 89 when they took him in the third round. But if you're talking about a team that is going to put a high priority on linebackers in the draft, it's not the case. Not the case in any no. way, shape, or form. But let's let's talk about this because right now, I, again, I think everything is stalling as far as any decent moves this team can make for the simple fact that they have to get this Jalen Hurts deal done. All right, It has to take place. You're not going to know what kind of money you have to spend over the next few years. Until you have him signed. And if I'm Jalen Hurts, all right, I, I'm, I'm sorry, you guys. I, 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 hate, I hate siding with greed. I really do. But if I'm Jalen Hurts and I'm not getting the highest paid contract in the league for quarterbacks, I'm sitting. I am absolutely planting my ass in a chair without, a, without holding a pen. All right. Uh, and and we're going to go over all the reasons why, Jansen, this is going to be hysterical. This is why you don't listen to anything on NBC Sports. All right? This this is this is NBC Sports. Ready? You're going to love this. <laughs> NBC Sports predicting the top ten quarterbacks of last year from the beginning of the season. You ready? Yep. Number one. Take a guess. It's got to be Patrick Mahomes. Nope. Oh, come on. Predicted. NBC Sports, Tom Brady. What? Tom Brady. Tom Brady to do what? I'm, t- I'm telling you, NBC Sports. Uh, 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 Are they talking like top quarterback from like 20 years ago? Sure. Yeah. No. This is this is what they rate. This is what these idiots. Actually, it, it's it's not national NBC Sports. It's Washington Commodes territory. NBC Sports. This is great. All right. Tom Brady, number one. Number two. Take a guess. Patrick Mahomes. 
Nope. Still. Oh, come on. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. What? Aaron Aaron Rodgers has not had a good season and since he stopped dating girls that were a little hotter than him. All right. Because <laughs> let's be honest, he's hotter than Shailene Woodley. Let's just get a hat, that out of the way. You think so? All right, number three. Aaron Rodgers number, is a handsome number three. Man. A little stupid, but. Number, num, number three. Take a guess. Oh, well, you know what I'm going to guess. I'm going to keep guessing until his name comes up. Patrick Mahomes, you're right. Yeah, thank God. Finally. All right, number four, Josh Allen. Number five, Joe Burrow. Number six, <laughs> Russell Wilson. Woohoo! This this Number has to be a joke. This list has to be a joke. No, I'm serious. I'm, I'm not you, lying. Quimby, you, you got to be bamboozled right now. There's something like that. This list doesn't make any sense. No, and, I, and it's April 1st. It's April Fool's Day. I am not crapping you right now, bro. Here, what's Where your is this? Uh, send it to me. I, I'm sending it to you right now. Oh what's, my uh, god! What's your, uh, this has got to be the worst. J- list I'm at J Jansen 34 is where you can follow me on Twitter. <laughs> Here, I just sent it to you. Okay. J.P. Jansen or whatever it was. Oh, email. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, just give out my entire email. Thank you. Thank you, Quimby. I, did, I didn't say it. You I said close. I gave it to you. I said J.P. You were but, close. No, there's, there's five numbers after that that nobody will guess. Ah, there you go. Well done. And, and nobody's going to take more than one guess. No. So, don't worry no, about nobody it. Care. Yeah, nobody cares about that. Yeah. So, okay. open that link. Russell Wilson, number six. Number seven, Matthew Stafford. 2020. This number is for, eight. Just, oh, they did this Justin last Herbert. year. Justin Herbert. Yeah, no, I'm saying, no, th- I said this is for last season. Oh, and this they got predictions it. before last season. Yeah. All of this wrong. But it's still wrong. Number nine, Lamar, I cannot speak English, Jackson. And number 10, Dak Prescott. <coughs> Nowhere do you see Jalen Hurts on that list. You wouldn't expect to. All right. But this is why, and I'm, 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 I'm prefacing all this right now because I'm going to ask you point blank. Top five quarterbacks in ranking right now. You, ah. y- your opinion. So Patrick Mahomes is one. Patrick Mahomes is probably two, three, and four uh, because there's nobody close to Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I'll go Mahomes. I'll probably go Burrow. And then I have Josh Allen pretty low. I don't know if I'd even have him in my top five. Um, but I'd probably actually go Jalen there. Then I'd go Trevor Lawrence and then so, Justin so, Herbert. So, so you are you saying Trevor Lawrence? Yeah. Oh, Quimby, don't do that. Quimby, you've got to be kidding Quimby, me. Quimby, don't do this. Trevor Lawrence is a is a is if he's not a top five quarterback, he's really damn close. Trevor Lawrence is really good. Did you put Josh Allen in front of Jalen Hurts? No, I put Jalen Hurts in front of Josh Allen. I don't so, even know if I did. number three. I am Jalen very, Hurts is your number three. Yeah, I am very low on Allen. Uh, well, oh, I think Allen's terrible, dude. I think he's very I think he's, I think he's a great regular season quarterback. Yeah, I think the last two years, though, he's he's regressed a lot from that very good year he had three years ago. The last two seasons All were right. not great. Answer this question for me. Tell me why you put Joe Burrow in front of Jalen Hurts right now. Um, it's a good question. I just, because, because I, you know, because Joe Burrow only had nine touchdowns less than Jalen Hurts, about Two percentage, uh, two percentage points down on on uh, uh, completion percentage, and he has Jamar Chase to throw to, and T Higgins, who's also very good. So he has two great receivers. I I get that he has a lot of help, and I say that all the time about Burrow. But he is he's a, a very accurate quarterback. Uh, he's he's poised in big situations. He does well in big games. But I mean, dude, 
His dude's just a great football player. I think accuracy is a big part of that, but very smart quarterback. Uh, and he's taken Cincinnati to places that Cincinnati's never been before. So, like, that's that got to account for something. <laughs> what I what I do? Where's my giggity drop? What I? Oh well, no! What I do? What, or what do you do? Nothing. Yeah, it's what I did. Bro. <laughs> yeah, okay. right. I thought I said something. It's like, wait, no, so, you can't take anything I said out of context. There, we didn't know. No. So, uh, so uh, are you, what? Uh, I mean, I, I don't even want to put Josh Allen in top five. I don't even honestly. I, I, I truly it's, Pat, don't. it's Patrick Mahomes. It's Patrick Mahomes. It's Jalen Hurts. Uh, it's Burrow. I, I agree with the, the 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 picks, just not in the order. Josh Allen, no, you have to put Lamar Jackson in there. I love but, Lamar Jackson. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's that, fine. No, hold you on. Can. So I here's love a, here's here's a fun story. All right, our constituents down in Baltimore, uh, be more around town. I forget the service, but you can pay like three or four hundred bucks and get a professional athlete to do a thirty second YouTube video for your uh, for your company or for something personal, birthday, anything like that. Nate. They had Lamar Jackson do it. <laughs> Fantastic. He, he can't even speak, bro. How this guy made it past English 101 is beyond me. All right? Dumb as a box of hair. No, Which, he's not. By the way, he's dumber than a box of hair, bro. No. It's prevalent even more right now because he decided to represent himself, and it probably cost him tens of millions of dollars. Oh, I think it's more of a At Baltimore least. Thing not a Baltimore thing. Everybody knows Lamar Jackson's stupid. Pay your quarterbacks. Sorry. Pay your pay good quarterbacks, and he's a he's a very good one. He's one of the best. He, has he improved since his? I think so. Yes, uh, since I his do. junior season. I think he is since actually, his third year. I, I think he's actually improved. You are outside I your mind. Last year he started off so well last year, but because they rely on him too much, because they have nothing else on offense, that he ends up getting worn uh, down. That's fair. That's like, fair. He, he is everything uh, you know, it, to that offense. It, every remember every he started great, off like every great uh, like, quarterback has a couple of great receivers. Oh yeah, I, they have to. And they, they, yeah. every time I said that about Hurts, like I wasn't knocking Hurts that oh he has great receivers that's why he's good. Like, he needs that. Joe Burrow needed it. Um, Trevor Lawrence is going to need it with Calvin Ridley. Patrick Mahomes needed it with Travis Kelsey and and um, and Tyreek Hill. Yeah, every single good quarterback needs it. Let me ask you this: If you're Jalen Hurts, do you have any loyalty to the Philadelphia Eagles? Loyalty in taking less money, or, or I'm, I'm trying gonna, not I'm to? Stop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you do you have not a like reason? That, no. Do you have a reason to thank the Eagles for the opportunity? No, you don't. All right, you, you there was a reason that it dropped to the second round. All right, that's where you should have been taken. Uh, 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 he owes this team nothing. All right, he owes he he owes Carson Wentz a, a great deal. Huh. You know, <laughs> thanks. Thanks, Carson. Thanks for being the complete screw-up that we all know you are. All right? But outside that, he doesn't know this team a thing. And, <clears throat> excuse me, with all these huge quarterback contracts going around, how the hell does Derek Carr get a $150 million contract? You have got to be effing kidding me. <laughs> $100 million of that guaranteed. Derek Carr, the best thing about Derek Carr's game is his hair and how it looks after he takes off his helmet. That's it. He is horrendous. So with these contracts continually escalating, if I'm Dale Hurts, I am not signing on the dotted line unless I'm the highest-paid quarterback in the league right now.
Agree or disagree? Agree. And I think it's to the point, too, because Lamar Jackson's asking for that guaranteed money. One of these quarterbacks is going together, whether that's Jalen Hurts, whether that's Joe Burrow, whether that's Justin Herbert. One of these quarterbacks is going to get all of that guaranteed money that they want and that Cleveland, which they shouldn't have, ended up giving Deshaun Watson. Their quarterbacks are all going to ask for that. I think Jalen Hurts is also going to, and one of them is going to get it. Once again, Cleveland destroys I know. the NFL. The Haslam should be taken out to pasture and one small piece of lead put between the eyes. Just like a cow. Because that's how that's what they're used. That 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 is as good as their usefulness at this point. They are awful. Two hundred and thirty million dollars guaranteed. Not only that, all right, but think about the quarterback they gave it to. And if that doesn't rile you up, I don't know what does, Jansen. Yeah. <laughs> is that all you got? That's all I got. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to give that kind of money to somebody, it better damn well be a top five quarterback. Deshaun Watson, what? On a list right now? Doesn't even crack the top ten. Agreed? Not after he played last year, no. No way. Not even close. He was terrible last year. Just, he was terrible. You know what the... You know what the best thing about that $230 million is? He can use it to buy spas. He doesn't have to go to them anymore. He could just well, buy Well, he got the guaranteed money so he can spend all the money for it to all go away, which is also <laughs> terrible. Yeah, yeah. I bet it was about half of that that, uh, that went to that. Everybody, don't hang out alone in the man cave for football this season. Try hanging out at Cheerleaders with Sexy Entertainers. $4 domestic beers, James specials, and awesome game day prizes. During all sports events down at the stadium areas. That's right. Stop in before, during, and after your favorite team's games. Not only see your favorite entertainers, but also your chance to win an awesome game day prize. Most epic game day experiences at Cheerleaders Gentlemen's Club, where champions play. Cheerleaders is open daily from noon until 2 a.m. You guys, this is Green Legion Radio on Fox Sports Radio Philadelphia, 102.5 FM Philadelphia. My name's Quimby. Thank you for producing and Hosting with me, Jansen. Uh, you guys will be back right after this. The Daily Ticket with Sean Brace on the drive home and the line change with John Jansen at night. This is The Gambler. All right, everybody. Green Legion Radio here on Fox Sports Radio, Philadelphia, 102.5 FM. A beautiful Saturday up in Philadelphia. Huh? <laughs> I'm not going to stop, Jansen. You're never going to stop, stop. It's, Thank you. It's it's 84 degrees here, not a cloud in the sky. Of course, that wasn't the case yesterday while we were all out throwing up on the boat. But uh, I'm sure people really love hearing about first world problems over here. Uh, didn't do this at the beginning, but let's get it out of the way. The show's brought to you by our friends at Bud Light. Bud Light Seltzer, Michelob Ultra, Stateside Vodka, and Stateside Bourbon Diaz. <laughs> Dave Bavuso, State Farm Agency, gearing back up for another year sponsor for Baseball Brunch. First show this Thursday from Xfinity Live with Greg Murphy and Chris Sack. Starting at 11 a.m., everybody. 11 a.m., make sure that you are listening in. Greater Philadelphia Health Action re-upping again for Baseball Brunch this year. Bucks County Baseball Company re-upping again for Baseball Brunch this year. Premier Wind 
window cleaning. WeHateDirtyWindows.com re-upping once again for baseball brunch this season. The Ludlam Bar and Grill, formerly La Costa in Sea Isle City, re-upping again for baseball brunch this year. Cheerleaders, cheerleaders just sponsor all around. We love them. E&J Mobile Cigar Lounge, they will have their cigar lounge set up at our tailgate for the Phillies home opener next Thursday. And, of course, Echelon Health and Fitness. Everybody, opening up, soft opening, I believe, is April 22nd for their new location in Audubon, New Jersey. Echelon Health and Fitness is located in Voorhees and now Audubon. Audubon voted best gym in South Jersey five years in a row. Membership starting at $8.99 per month, family and locally owned. Indoor track, newest cardio and strength training equipment, three studios, indoor pool, whirlpool, and dry sauna, even a kid's club, over 100 group fitness and Thrive personal training sessions per week. MBSC Thrive personal training, considered the best group training in the country and is exclusively offered in South Jersey at Echelon Health Fitness locations. Member Perks, Echelon members saving over 800 local businesses simply by being an active member. Coming to Audubon once again, soft opening April 22nd, live show, live show. April 29th from 1 to 3 p.m. We'll be Green Legion Radio broadcasting from the new Audubon Fitness, uh, the new Echelon Fitness Center in Audubon, New Jersey. Call 856-454-2976 for a free 30-day all-access pass or go to echelonhf.com. That's echelonhfhealthfitness.com. One more time, 856 4529 Seven six. All right, let's talk about these free agent signings. What do you say? We can, or we Great. can talk baseball with Chris Zach. Uh, well, we're going to get to that. Yeah, he's he's not on. Gonna, is he on? Is he's already on the line? Well, you know yes, what? Put him is. in. Well, put put him put him on right now, just for uh, just so we can get through. I'm going to spend about five or ten minutes on these picks. It's an interesting article <coughs> uh, by our friend Jimmy Kems- uh, Kemsky over in Philly Voice. Zach, what's up, brother? Yo, what's going on, Q? How's the weather? <laughs> Better than it is up there. No doubt about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to go through this real quick. I just wanted uh, your takes. Uh, Jimmy Kemsky, once again, has an excellent spin on, on just about everything this guy puts out. Howie Roseman and the Philadelphia Eagles have signed seven, out well, eight outside free agent players this offseason, many of whom, whom share similar backgrounds. Eight players in county probably were mostly high draft picks who had injuries slow their careers, eventually landing in Philly this season on cheap one-year deals. At the owners' meeting in Phoenix earlier this week, Howie Roseman is quoted as saying, I think that when you're looking at these one-year contract guys, I think we want high upside guys. We want guys who have traits in their bodies, guys that we liked at some point in time. We like these high upside guy lottery tickets and understanding that they have to prove it. They have a chip on their shoulder. They have talent. It hasn't worked out perfectly for where they are, and if you can hit on some of these guys, it can be mutually beneficial. Still not buying it. I think we are going to continue every year to see these one-year deals come in and one-year deals go out, and then it's going to be <laughs> rinse, <laughs> rinse, repeat. It just seems like the Howie moniker at this point. But Jimmy, Jimmy has four questions that he wants to ask about each one of these free agent signings and they are is it a former high draft pick has injury history slowed their career are they on a cheap one-year deal and will this player be counted on for an important role in 2023 or are they a lottery ticket <coughs> starting with 
We finally got Chip Kelly's guy, Marcus Mariota, 29 years old. Former high draft pick, yeah, number two overall in 2015. Has injuries slowed his career? No, not in any capacity. Is he on a cheap one-year deal? Considering the going rate for a decent backup quarterback, which we all know the Eagles have focused that position or focused on that position very highly over the years, thinking, all right, look, we do have the quarterback that we want. We have the players in place. If our quarterback goes down, we need somebody competent to step up and, 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 and take the place. So will he be counted on for, uh, as, as a, uh, an important role? Well, I, you know, you got to expect you know, you got to expect no player is going to play all 17 games in the NFL. Do you guys agree on this? Is this is this a smart move by the Eagles? Well, I guess I'll go first. It's funny you that you're, it's fine. So it's funny that you're talking about Jimmy Kemsky because it's two years today that we beat him in the crossing broad Eagles oh. media challenge. Uh, so yeah, let's let's play boy. Let's let's. Yeah, let's open up that sore, uh, you know, that old flesh wound for Mr. Jimmy Kemsky. But I'll say this about the, the back of quarterback position, and I've said this for years. The, the Eagles and the city of Philadelphia are the only franchise in the NFL when they have a prominent, you know, number one starting quarterback, uh, MVP runner-up, that put any precedent in the back of quarterback position at all. And I know, like, we've talked about this on the show over the year, uh, like over the last few years, Quimby is, you know, like, you, know, you look at McNabb and Vic and Wentz and, you know, like recently the last couple of years with Jalen Hurts and their, you know, all their injuries. The backup quarterback is a good position to have, you know, solidified. But I just wish we would get to a point as a city and as a fan base where we just start coming to the realization like you know, other organizations have over the years. Like, you know, if Peyton Manning gets hurt in Indianapolis, you're going to suck. You know, if Tom Brady gets hurt, right, in, even right. though, like, Matt Castle that one year, 11-5, and five, and they just missed the playoffs, you're going to suck. Aaron Rodgers gets hurt in, the, in Green Bay. You're going to suck. Like, it's just... Actually, just Aaron Rodgers gets hurt in, hurt in Green Bay. You're going to get better, and he's going to go to the Jets. Well, he's... Listen, I don't know. Your hair might rival his right now, and I, I look forward to seeing that fresh uh, new head of lettuce uh, coming to the tailgate <laughs> on Thursday. But... Uh, it, he will go to the Jets, but we have to get to the realization here to where I don't care who the back quarterback is because I don't want to see them at all. I don't want to see Marcus Mariota do anything more than hold a clipboard, give Jalen Hurts water, and occasionally come in when we're blowing a team by, blowing a team out by 30. Jansen, do you want to add something a little bit shorter than that? Nope. I think Zach nailed it. Oh. <laughs> all right. Former high draft pick, yeah, 28th overall in 2018. Injury history slowed his career? Not at all. Cheap one-year deal? Yes, $2 million. Edmonds is going to be the starter. We know this. I mean, I don't think they're done at safety. You know, we're going to get to Greedy uh, uh, greedy Williams here in just a second, but he's going to, you know, he might, he might be a Jaquiski tart. I don't know. We, we'll, we'll, we'll find out. Um, do you guys like the Terrell Edmonds pick? It's not... CJGJ, we know that, but what do you think? I think it's good enough. I mean, look, safety is also a position that they've put very little into. Um, I know they got CJ Gunner Johnson and Malcolm Jenkins, uh, but it's it's not something I think they're going to throw a lot of money out out at. Um, and look, CJ Gunner Johnson isn't signed yet, so he could go to the Eagles still. What do you mean? He honestly can go anywhere. I don't think. What he's do you mean he yet. isn't signed yet? He's in Detroit. He's oh, he's in Detroit. That's right. Deal. That's right. I completely forgot about that. Uh, but yeah, Terrell Edmonds, I think. 
I think for sure is is good enough at least for now. I don't think they need to spend that much. I don't think they really need when you spend on two cornerbacks like James Bradbury and Darius Slay. I think it's fine for a safety like Terrell Edmonds in the back end of that. Zach, yeah, I, I like the fact that I like the fact that he's coming from the Steelers, and the Steelers every year have a great defense. He comes from a guy that you know puts out a great defense every year with Mike Tomlin. Uh, so he's going to know what he's what his assignments are and what he's supposed to do. I, I like these these low leverage one year deals that Howie is doing because what it's doing is it's setting them up for the draft to where they're going to take the best player available at each pick instead of just going after a need. Interesting. All right, Nicholas Morrow, twenty seven years old, former high draft pick, no undrafted in two thousand seventeen, has injuries slowed his career. That answer is yes. Uh, in uh, for the Raiders, he uh, he averaged eighty nine tackles per season from nineteen twenty and, uh, and twenty two, but suffered a hiccup in twenty one when he missed the entire season with an ankle injury. I mean, is this just another plug and play for the linebacker position that we can expect to see Howie not get lucky with once again? It's kind of funny because if you look at it, the Bears and the Eagles switched. Switch uh, middle linebackers, <laughs> they, but they put a more uh, they put a higher price on PJ Edwards than we did with Morrow. Um, and at the same time, like he had his best game against the Eagles last year. Uh, this kid had over 100 tackles. You know, really, they just need someone that's going to go out there and see ball. You see the guy carrying the ball and hit the guy carrying the ball, and that's what this guy is going to do. Does this does this represent some sort of weird? Uh, a situation where, I mean, Nicobe Dean is a middle linebacker. Did we need another middle linebacker? Yes. Well, I think I didn't get all the linebacker yeah. depth you can get without, without, I guess, not as talented they are. Look, I like Nicobe Dean, but I don't think he was a third, fourth round pick for a reason. Like, I don't think it's a guarantee that he, he plugs in and is all of a sudden great. You know, I think you need depth behind him. I'm fine with that. And I also look at it, too. That Dean can play because really you're just playing two linebackers out there. Uh, with the way that they that they like to roll the, the nickel coverage now, it, Dean can play both linebacker positions. He he did step in for Kaiser White in a couple spots last year. So if he has to take over that role and they put Morrow in the TJ Edwards spot, they can do that. They got versatility there. They still need to address it in the draft or or post draft. What do you guys think about the next pick, Rashad Penny? I mean, guy. Guy, I think average has averaged almost six yards a carry in his career. Might even be more than that. However, he's played fifty-two percent of the season for the Seahawks for the last five years. What do we expect out of this guy, other than another Jordan Howard situation? Oh, he's Go definitely ahead, he's much more talented. Yeah, I know because you know I'm I love Rashad Penny. He's more talented. This guy was awesome. He was a he was a bell cow running back in San Diego State. I know injuries are a problem, but the last injury he had wasn't even like a soft tissue or ACL. It was like a broken leg. You know that's just that's just unlucky. I think he could stay healthy this season, and if he does, behind that offensive line, I think as what, a pure what runner, makes, what he's makes better. you think? What makes you think he can stay healthy? He I hasn't he been healthy since his first year. I think it could because again, last year's injury wasn't it wasn't like an ACL that was just unlucky. You know, it's it's going to happen. Or maybe the it's his, get injured. maybe it's the way his uh, he runs and punishes his body. I I I mean, I'm mean, talking what, about a guy. What made you think Miles is Sanders out of control? Going to have a full season for once because Miles Sanders' injuries were all soft tissue. 
It means he wasn't in the gym training hard enough. He said it in the offseason this year. He knew that he was coming into a contract year. He actually got his ass in shape. He was in the gym more. He was doing a lot more to take care of his body. And what happened? Played almost every game. That's on Miles Sanders. No, screw him. All right? This is a completely different situation in every way, shape, or form. Again, well, Miles Sanders, though, every injury guys... that Miles Sanders had was a soft tissue injury. Soft tissue. And this guy's one. Here, here we go. Rashad Penny, two, 2018. Rashad Penny, 2018, 14 games. 2019, 10. 2020, 3. 2021, 10. 2022, 5. This guy is not healthy. It's He's not a healthy back. You, you, you want to know how you keep this guy healthy, Quimby? You trade out at 10, you get back to 14, 15, you draft B. John Robinson. No. There you go. They're not going to do that. <laughs> they're, they're not going to draft a running back. And Green Legion Radio's special draft show will be taking place in a few weeks. Sack. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kentavia Street. What do you think? Good depth. Time. I, mean, I like the pick. Yeah, I like it yeah. too. Yeah, I, I, the good depth guy. What did he have last year, Jansen? I think he had six, six or eight sacks. sacks last year. Yeah, yeah. With, with he had three and a half I sacks mean, last year. I thought he had six. Yeah, three and a half. Uh, He's had six point five over the last two seasons. Beautiful. He had eight tackles for a loss last year, but you're not talking about you're not talking about a guy that's you know that's going to light up the quarterback. I mean, if he's a run stuffer, okay. You know, a lot of this stuff that we're talking about here with the defensive tackle position, which, by the way, will be what they draft with their first pick. Lay money down right now. They're going D-tackle again because they haven't. And all of this, all of this has a massive asterisk next to it because as Slash and I spoke last week on the show, Jordan Davis isn't impressing anybody over at the Novacare Complex. The biggest secret over there is this kid's been fined about 50 times for stupid, irrelevant crap. Being late for practice, not showing up for this, not doing this, not doing that. All right. Right now, Jordan Davis is nothing but a pain in the ass over at the Novacare Complex. We wonder why he's not getting any playing time last year. Because he didn't like his attitude. So... Unless this kid steps up, all of this this defensive tackle situation that we were so happy with last year, we're going to have to start from scratch. I don't know if you guys really want to see me go off on that one, but Greedy Williams, well, what do you I, think? All right, all right, well, well, go ahead. Yeah, real, your, your takes yeah, on real, all that. Real, and then. Yeah, real quick about Jordan Davis. Like, I, I wasn't... I, like when, when they drafted him last year, you and Diaz were thrilled. You guys were over the top. I, I guess I was kind of excited about it, but I wasn't like all in because you could see he had those weight issues in college. You know, you give a kid a lot of money and you sit there and think that he's going to get himself right. A lot of times that's not the case, and this is what you're seeing right now with him. And that's the reason why they're put in a bad position to where they're going to have to address the same position at back-to-back drafts like they were with the wide receiver position because they took Jalen Rager instead of Justin Jefferson. It's worked out over the long haul because they got Devontae Smith and then they traded away a first-round pick the year after and got A.J. Brown. You can't Zach, did you down. read the text message I sent you? About what? If you want to talk baseball, don't take so much time on this stuff. <laughs> oh. Well, I'll just, I'm, 
I'm just letting you know with Jordan Davis. So there you go. All right. Dude, you can't shut the Poor hell up. Sack. You know that, right? Poor Sack. He's just Today, 1.34 p.m. some time out of his day, giving you some good knowledge, and you're telling no, the guy to, you're I love his knowledge, but he's here to talk it. about baseball, not to defute all my feelings about football. Today, 1.34 p.m. <laughs> Keep these short, bro. Yeah, ten minutes later, he's still on his soliloquies. Anyway. <laughs> Way to derail the schedule, brother. Um, Greedy Williams and Justin Evans, cornerback and, and safety. Anything coming from this? Nope. I got nothing. Yeah, I like yeah, a guy yeah, named Greedy. There you go. <laughs> That's the best analysis I think you can get on that. Well done. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I only played short. 105 defensive snaps for the Browns last season, despite being healthy. Just keep that in mind. You want to take a quick break, there, brother? So you can uh, go all can... the way to the end. You can take a break now. You can do whatever you want, Quimby. Oh, you know what? Then let's do this. EJ Mobile Cigar Lounge can be found on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at EJ Mobile Cigar Lounge. Website is EJMobileCigarLounge.com. They are the premier luxury mobile cigar and hookah lounge in the Philadelphia area. They will come to you for any occasion or event. Call or text EJ at 215-806-3999. That's 215-806-3999. My, leave, my live reads are out of the way. We're not going to break right now. We're going to stay here with Sack Talks and Baseball. This is Green Legion Radio, 102.5 FM, Philadelphia, Fox Sports Radio. Time to get into those Phillies, which, by the way, beginning of that game uh, two days ago was awesome. Go up 4 nothing, and then, well, pfft, there comes the bullpen and, and Aaron Nola, and they put nine runs up. What, what it, was that the fourth? or this, It was the fourth. Fourth the inning. Fifth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Talk to us, Zach. These are, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you right now because I know you'll mental Rolodex them. <clears throat> My concerns with this team, I still don't think they have enough horses in the starting rotation to get this thing done. I uh, am curious about Castellanos and uh, and the bullpen specifically, man. Uh, so give us you, you know, floor's yours, brother. We've got. 14 minutes uh, and go for broke. Well, why don't, why don't we do this? How about we go tick for tack? You tell me what you want to go with first. That way I don't talk and talk and talk and talk. No, 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 no. This is, this is, this ear. is, this is your, put it on speakerphone. This is, this is, this is the segment that I want you for. I, I, I want to hear your take on everything. Everything. Not a problem. Listen, I'm I'm disappointed like everybody else, you know, like with with but it, it but in reality it's game one of one sixty two. It's the you know, we we played one game in March, we're playing the rest of these games for the next six months. Uh Nola disappointed. I'm, I'm not getting uh, I'm not getting worked up about the loss. I'm just like uh right. you know. You're thinking what the, the Yeah, you're thinking the deficiency of the other day and how that's gonna translate over the long haul, right? I mean, it's just—it's just what we saw throughout the season when they couldn't figure it out. You know, it was all right. Do they have enough? Is Aaron Nola the pitcher that we want him to be? Because he wasn't in the World Series. He was leading up to that, but he wasn't in the World Series. Neither was Zach Wheeler. All right, neither one of those two guys are one of the two that you know best pitcher in that World Series was Ranger Suarez. And well, you know, I just Zach Wheeler was fantastic in Game Six. Zach Wheeler was fantastic huh? in Game Six. Zach Wheeler, he was fantastic in Game Six. Okay, 
I mean, you could qu- you could question that he was pulled early, and a lot of people have said that. But you know, Rob Thompson did what he did the whole entire postseason. Um, and brought well, that, I mean, that's part of that's part of the equation, out. though, Zach. That's part of the equation. Yeah. It, well, you know, they weren't letting him throw a lot of pitches. They weren't letting him get into the triple digits. And you got to wonder, you know, can he last through an entire season throwing the ball the way he does? Well, the Phillies are going to, listen, they're going to try and monitor as best they can, especially early on in the season, Nola and Wheeler's workload. I mean, you know, okay. they, they pitched longer right. last well, year than they then ever we're gonna, then, we're, then, I'm, then I'm jumping again, jumping in again right now. It is game six of the World Series. It's an elimination game. Yep. And you're going to pull your best pitcher. They weren't even sure if Wheeler was going to pitch that day. Don't until care. That afternoon. Unless he says my arm is falling off, stay the F in there. You got a whole, so, se- a whole off season to, to ice that thing up. Are we, are we talking about Game Six? Or are we talking about the other day? Are we talking about this we're season? About game, <laughs> no, we're talking about Game Six. <laughs> hey, listen, you can hang. I'm you can hang board. up on him now, Jansen. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never hang up listen, on Sack. Thank you, Jansen. Listen, I, 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 I understand your concerns. Okay, but to me, this team is going to win over ninety games this year. They're going to be in it. Till the end with the Braves for the division. I've got the Braves in the division. The Phillies are going to have one of the wild card spots again this season. I'm not a big believer in the Mets. Uh, I, I look at them. The average age of the rotation is 73, and Verlander's <laughs> already on on the injured list. You know, and I'm not lying about that. I mean, you know, like Verlander's 40, Scherzer's 39. He's shown the last two years of you know signs of breaking down. Uh, Quintana is 36. Carlos Carrasco's 36. And then you're bringing up some of these kids that you're going to try and throw in into the rotation on a $300 million-plus payroll. I, I, I don't – and they, if they would have added Correa, maybe their, their lineup would have been better. But I'll tell you what, the Phillies are going to be there tick for tack with the Braves all year long. Um, and the Braves just had a big injury the other day, too. Uh, Max Fried just went down with a, with a hamstring injury. Um, there's, there's a few things that you worry about with the Phillies. Obviously, starting pitching depth is one of them. Ranger Suarez should be back by the end of April at the very latest. Uh, Andrew Painter going down you know, after his first start, um, but that's a guy that they're going to start getting him back on a on a throwing program. He's the number one pitching prospect in all of Major League Baseball. You add him to the rotation at some point in July, August. I'm excited about that though, Quinn, because you know, like everybody wanted him in the rotation at the beginning of the year. Oh, how cool would it be to have a 19 year old kid in the rotation? I don't care. He threw over 100 innings last year. You need to monitor this kid, and you do the same for the long haul. You want that weapon when it matters most. Down the stretch, dog days of summer, September, October. That's when you want him. You don't need him in April. I do not care. We can get by with Bailey Falter and Matt Strom holding down that five spot until he's ready. Um, and then they have a couple other guys that are down there, too. Mick Abel, uh, you know, first-round pick a few years ago, uh, Griff McGarry. You know, they do have starting pitching depth. It's not as far as like you know the, the age that you're looking at, like veteran starting pitching, but they do have depth down at AAA that they haven't had in a long time. Nick Castellanos had a good day and a bad day the other day. He had two hits. He had a double. He had a single. But he also had three strikeouts and one to end the game. Uh, so you know he needs to bounce back. Now you need what has been historically Nick Castellanos in the back of his baseball card. You need 280, but you need his power production to step back up. Last year, 13 home runs, 62 RBI, 
that's not going to get the job done this year, especially with Reese Hoskins being lost for the season with a torn ACL. They need more production out of Nick Castellanos, and they need to find production at that first base spot, whether it's going to be Derek Hall, Edmundo Sosa, a trade pickup later on in the middle of the season. Dave Dombrowski has already put everything together on this team. Him and Middleton, they know that they are all in this season. They have to capitalize on the next three to four years, especially with Bryce Harper, now 31, Trey Turner, 30, what, uh, JT's 32 as a catcher. Like, the this team is in their 30s. You have to capitalize now. Sack, how uh, how impactful is this Reese Hoskins injury? As far as a production standpoint, it's hard to replace 30 home runs and 80 RBI in any lineup, right? But you look at what Derek Hall did in a limited sample last year. Uh, nine home runs, 16 RBI. He, you know, he came in and was, was doing DH work while uh, you know, when Bryce first went out. Uh, with his thumb injury in July, August, and that area is where he's getting bulk of his playing time. Uh, no one can feel the position any worse than Reese was. So, I, you know, it's not like you're I, losing. I, I'm, wondering, I'm wondering. I'm wondering. I'm. I'm loving everything that you're saying right now. The reason I'm asking this is because sure. you know Hoskins didn't come without his 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 flaws. I mean, Absolutely. he looked like dog crap from a defensive standpoint in the World Series, and you know, the argument could be made that. He makes a couple other of these plays, and, you know, we're in game seven. I don't know. Uh, It's uh, so, you know, is it really that impactful? I get it, 30 home runs, 80 RBIs, but, uh, and the guy, you know, walks like a machine, but is he going to be that tragically missed in this lineup? Or, like you said, you know, nobody, nobody has more defensive liabilities at the position than he does. Yeah, Reese to me is you know it's it's the streakiness too that's frustrating. Obviously, like what led into that bat spike moment in Game Three at NLDS last year against the Braves, three run home run. He was one for eighteen leading into that spot. He had a he had a big error in Game Two against the Braves. Uh, you know, Game Five of the World Series, he had a big error which cost him, which was the which pretty much was the go ahead run at that point, um, and won the game for for the Astros, but. What you lose with Reese is more of the intangible side. I mean, when Reese came up, it was kind of the changing of the guard. In August of 2017, you he, he, he kind of saw the promise in him, like, you know, what he could do. Um, but he, So he's been here through the bad times, through the great times, through the, you know, the mediocre seasons. It, you know, he's the, a lot of the, the leaders on the team, like Kyle Schwarber and Trey Turner, he's Mr. Philly. They're going to miss his leadership in that clubhouse, but – it's not like it can't be replaced. Kyle Schwarber is the bona fide leader in that clubhouse. You're going to get Bryce Harper back at the end of May, early June. Forget all that talk about, you know, the, the trade, that, or the, uh, the all-star break not happening. Bryce Harper will be back at the beginning of June at the latest. Uh, you're going to have that leadership intangible type thing going on elsewhere. You can add leadership if you really are desperate for it at the trade deadline and to form another first baseman. But I just think that they can they can replace that thirty and that eighty if Derek Hall can hit left-handed pitching and you see him in the lineup almost every day. You're going to be fine, just just fine there. And they're also looking for ways to get Edmundo Sosa into the lineup more often. When Derek Hall is going up against a left-handed starter, you're going to see Edmundo Sosa playing first base, so they'll put Alec Bomer there at first base and they'll put Sosa at third. Um. So. Uh... Bullpen. Let's talk about that. 
Yeah, so the, the, the bullpen is deeper this year. Uh, the other day... Was, Don't we say was, that every year? No, no. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes, we do. <laughs> no. I, I can't. I can't remember the last time I ever said the Phillies had a deep bullpen. Um, it, no, it no, 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 no. That's not what you said, and that's not what I'm referring to. You say the you said the bullpen is deeper this year. Last year it we is. said the bullpen was deeper than it was the year before. All right, we keep saying this every year, but inevitably our biggest problem is the bullpen. See, I I always harken back to this. Okay, the Phillies have taken 12 to 13 years to catch up to what the rest of Major League Baseball was doing when they were in their peak. Like, why did we lose that series to the Giants in 2010? Because they had five guys that come out of their bullpen throwing 100, you know, 100 miles per hour. They could throw triple digits. The Phillies took over a decade to get into that realm of this world. Now they have guys that can come out and throw triple digits. Kimbrell, Gregory Soto, Alvarado, Sir Anthony Dominguez, uh, upper 90s with, with Connor, Connor Brogdon, uh, Andrew Bellotti, upper 90s. The Phillies have finally caught up with the times as far as guys that can come out and throw high velocity and high leverage situations, whether they can control it, and that, that goes for Alvarado and for especially Gregory Soto, as we saw the other day, that remains to be seen. But the Phillies are as deep in their bullpen as they have been in about 15 years. Yet, yet the year they won the World Series with Brad Lidge, the speed of his best pitch was 82 miles an hour, and he would not throw a fastball more than 93. Yeah, which was completely different than what Brad Lidge was when he first came in. Uh, listen, you're not going to get 48 for 48 and save opportunities. It's just not going to happen ever again. It, it never happened in your lifetime before before that, and it, neither am I, and it's never going to happen again. But you know, what you don't want is what happened in 2020 where you were blowing every single game. And 2021, they tied a National League record for the most blown saves in the history of National League Baseball. Uh, you know, <laughs> you're you're going to laugh every time you say it now. Every, every time. But you know, how else can you blow a save, you know? Giggity. <laughs> so, <laughs> The Phillies bullpen, it, I do not foresee it being an issue. I, I think, you know, Rob Thompson has to find a way to, to, you know, work around these guys because a lot of them are used to pitching in the later innings. Kimbrell's been, I think he's sixth or seventh all-time in career saves. He's not going to be your closer this year. He will close in certain spots, but Sir Anthony Dominguez and Alvarado are probably going to be in those areas. Gregory Soto was an all-star closer the last two years for the Detroit Tigers, and he came in the fourth inning the other day when Nola was started falling apart. Uh, so you kind of got to find a way to you know get these guys in the roles and have an understanding. This is where you're going to be. You're going to be in the sixth or the seventh inning. Make sure you're ready. You're going to be in the seventh, eighth inning. Make sure you're ready. You're going to be in the eighth inning for sure. Be ready. Ninth inning, you're my guy for, the, for tonight. You're going to be my closer. Be ready. That's what Thompson was so good at last year when he took over the reins from Joe Girardi. He has to find that again this year. Didn't work out the other day, but again, there's 161 games left to go. I gotcha. Jansen, you got anything for Sack on baseball? Nope. Phillies are going to win it all. That's all I got. <laughs> one you game doesn't change for that. this year, Jansen? Yeah, I, well, I actually, I do like the Phillies today. Minus 121 on the money line. I like that. There it is. I'm not talking today. I'm, I'm talking to you late. Like, is that no? He that's that's what he meant. Sack. That's what he okay. went, That's what he meant. 
It's, okay, it, all right. So the Phillies are going to the Phillies are going to win it all today. Today, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I think they're going to be good. I I think they do finish behind the Braves. I love that Braves team, but I I do I think you're right. I think they're going to be pushing 90 games. Uh, they're going to get into the playoffs, and I think there's a good chance they make some noise in the playoffs. Um, but the National League like, is very good, so that does worry me. Does, I yeah, mean, that, I, this, sorry, keep going. No, I'm not, I, I'll put it out there, everybody, and make sure you guys are, are tuning in on Thursday from 11 to noon. We'll be doing the show, Baseball Brunch, Murph and I, down there. Quimby will be there with his long, flowing locks of hair. You know, uh, uh, Jason, no, I believe... My, be, my hairdresser will be there giving me a haircut before the show. Before the show? Okay. Hell but, yeah. Uh, but make, make sure everybody tunes in from 11 to noon. It's going to be awesome. Last year, we did a two-hour show down there. I think one hour is, is perfect for what we want and get everybody you know, all lathered up going into the ballpark for the 3 o'clock start. Well, you're also, um, you're also going to flip over with Sean Brace at uh, the 12 o'clock hour yeah. for another, uh, uh, another hour of baseball. So. Absolutely. And, um, but Murph and I will be giving our official predictions that day. And listen, I, I love Murph. Murph is the man. But Murph is a – there's no doubt about it. He's going to pick the Phillies to win the World Series. I have to be a contrarian. I, I want to pick the Phillies to win the World Series, but I don't want two homers being on baseball brunch. So I'm going to have to figure something else out. <laughs> but I will have something good. And I will say this. It will not be what everybody else seems to be picking right now, the San Diego Padres. No, not happening. That is a powder keg. They are going to blow up on one another. Remember the last time Manny Machado and Fernando Tatis Jr. were playing together? That right there is something that's going to happen when when Fernando Tatis returns in May. Somewhere along the line, that thing is going to blow up. The Padres this year, keep your eye on it. It's going to it's going to blow up in everybody's faces. Sack, really appreciate you joining us, man. I uh, I I can't talk the amount of baseball that you can, and uh, and and apparently. Jansen can't talk at all when either one of us are on at the same time. So, uh, yeah. Hey. Well, that's good. He's gonna have, he's gonna have a voice. He's gonna have a voice for the rest of the show with you because you got about another hour to go. And no, you no, know, no, 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 no way. No, You're no, not no, keeping no, me another no hour. No, another hour with Quimby. That's what you think? Absolutely. No way. Yeah, that's no, not happening, bro. Going one to three. No, God. one to three. But we got we we have the fr- we have the prior one. plate. We have a fryer. We have the fryer place coming on at two o'clock. Well, whenever we flip okay. out of this. So, anyway, sounds great, um, gentlemen. Appreciate love you guys, time. man. Appreciate it. And uh, you guys, oh, you guys Green favorite. Legion Radio. Yep, you got it, bro. Everybody, this is Green Legion Radio on Fox Sports, the Gambler, one hundred two point five FM, Philadelphia. My name is Tony. Sack and Murph, baseball brunch Thursday, eleven a.m. here on Fox Sports, the Gambler. I want to thank John Jansen for coming in. On his day off to help me here with the show, brother. I appreciate you, and I That'll could do another hour with you. Uh, I, I understand. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I can't wait to see the invoice you bitch at me about when I get back from vacation. So, speaking of, I got to send that to you. <laughs> no, you don't. Anyway, you guys, uh, <laughs> Green Legion Radio once again. Baseball brunch on Thursday from eleven to twelve. We'll be back again on Saturday from one to three. You'll get an hour of me and an hour of the Reverend, the Doctor Irving Fryer. Once again, Fox Sports. Again, one hundred two point five FM, Philadelphia. See you on Thursday.